Medbank Business Ignite with Cape Talk, helping small businesses do big things. And Cape Talk and Nedbank have been helping small businesses to do big things for a decade now. This year, Nedbank Business Ignite with Cape Talk unlocked over 1 million rand in business funding and support for businesses that turn new technology into new opportunities. That was our strapline in 2022. Each of our five winners received a business package worth over 200,000 rand, including an incubation package with business growth expert Matsi Modise, a media package on Cape Talk, and a 50,000 rand cash injection into their business. Today, we're checking in with Happy Hounds to share some of the insights they've gained on their journey. Here's Matsi on that business. Hello to our wonderful listeners. My name is Matsi Mudise and I'm the business growth expert for the NetBank Business Ignite competition. We've been quite busy working with our winners this year, uh, undergoing the second phase of the competition, which is the gap analysis, which we use to determine areas that the businesses need to focus on. Businesses also undergo a SWOT analysis and identify potential areas of growth. With Emma from Happy Hounds, we have been engaging with her and understanding what her challenges are right now. We had a one-on-one session with her and we're able to highlight the challenges of how it is growing a business in the food and beverage industry, particularly with high regulations. Uh, We also understand that Happy Hounds has been growing its e-commerce component, but requires more development and improvements in order to capture critical data and insights so that it can scale as a business. So we've been quite excited to truly interrogate uh, the business and see how we can help Emma grow. Thank you, Matsi. And Emma is with us now um, with uh, via Zoom, at least. Hello, Emma. Hello, John. It's lovely to be on your show. Thank you for having us. Have you spent the 50000 yet? Of course. <laughs> we have. We've been very grateful for it. It's been, it came at a, a very critical time for us of um, really kind of tweaking our e-commerce store because that's the main focus of our business. And uh, how does one spend... You don't have to go into it in detail, but I'm because I'm I'm sure that when one has a business, particularly a, a relatively newish business, fifty thousand rand could be spent in a multiple of ways. Yeah, so and that's a really good point. Is you know we do have multiple places that we could spend that money, but um, just to go back a couple of steps for listeners who don't know what we do, we're a um, certified complete and balanced. Uh, fresh food for dogs um, that we focus on healthy healthy pets and healthy planet, um, which means that we're really focusing on how we can minimize our carbon footprint while giving dogs very healthy food. But our main business is an e-commerce business, so everything we do is driven through our website. So if the website's not optimal, it means that we can't fulfill um, either increase in sales to get more dogs eating healthier food and to increase our kind of ecosystem around our value systems to enable a healthier planet. So everything we do hinges on the website. So it was actually quite an easy decision to allocate those funds to optimizing our, our website. Who knew it took as much as 50,000 Rand to optimize a website, but, uh, but there we go. I know. And that, that gap analysis, what did, was there anything there that surprised you that where you thought, oh, I didn't realize that was such an issue for us? 
Um, not really. It mm. was uh, the the gap analysis was such an important part of um, the kind of mentoring process because I think what it makes you do as an entrepreneur it it makes you focus. So when you're kind of running at kind of high velocity and, and managing scale, is you don't often have the time to kind of actually sit down and and look at those elements which are so important because you know it, things start to fall through the through the cracks. So it concretized some of the the kind of so-called SWOT points um, and made me kind of really focus on, okay, so what are our weaknesses and what are our strengths and how do we kind of focus on them to make sure that we deal with them rather than let them slip away, which is often the way that things happen when you're running at high speeds. So it was a really important process for us to go through, particularly as we're starting to hit our growth our growth um, in scaling. The decision at, at the start of the business, um, and, and the name Happy Helms tells us that you did decide to focus on canine pet health within this paradigm that you've described to us. Um, why was that? I mean, are, is cat food more difficult? Is it more difficult to do with cat food? What you have been doing and are doing will continue to do with dog food. Why not? Because I understand you are looking at a cat range now. Yeah, we are. So the genesis of Happy Hounds was, um, it was a COVID, happy COVID story. Um, I have a pack of dogs and I have six rescue kitties. Um, and I basically was looking at their daily consumption of eating brown pellets and that I always have to add something to my dog's food. And I started to research the pet industry and was quite shocked on kind of three different aspects or two different aspects really. One was that the, it's direct, it's difficult to ignore the direct correlation between, um, ultra processed food and the increase in obesity, cancer and diabetes, coupled with the very large impact that the pet industry has on our planet. And you were talking earlier around burning planet and, you know, treading gently. If we as people do, why are we not taking into account what our pets do? Um, so it was really around focusing on how we can create a product that helped get better fresh food into dogs' tummies, as well as minimizing our impact on the planet. When I started to look at cats, um, it's very difficult to formulate for cats. They're just fussier beings, and so it takes longer to formulate. So kind of as a, getting out the starting blocks, it was easier to formulate for dogs because it is very regulated and it takes a long time to formulate. So it was dogs first followed by cats. So cats is next on the agenda, which I'm super excited about. And your insect protein challenge that you're taking on? Oh, the insects are so exciting. Um, sort of globally, insects is being considered as a the kind of the next protein uh, for uh, the sort of animal nutrition environment, specifically feed for cows and fish, etc., but also in dog food. Um, and dog using insects and in dog food is interesting for two reasons. One is it's incredibly healthy for dogs. Um, it helps with the hyperallergenic aspect and gut health and cognitive health. And then from our environmental uh, impact perspective is that uh, to farm insects re requires 95% less land and 26 times less water. So it's a very sustainable protein to introduce into a dog's diet. So as far as I know, we're the only 
um, dog food or certainly fresh dog food that is starting to incorporate insects into a whole Do your dogs line. mind eating insects? Do they notice? They love it. They absolutely love it. It's, it's been really, we've spent a lot of time formulating the recipe um, and done lots of A-B testings, etc. Uh, we've now got to a recipe where uh, really do- people come in requesting insects because the, their dogs absolutely love it. So we're really excited about it. Emma, thank you very, very much for giving us that update. Emma Kay, owner and founder of Happy Hounds, and you'll find more detail at happyhounds.co.za.